This week on the YSY Podcast, we're going to talk about how employees of the U.S. Congress are able to beat the system at our, the taxpayer's, expense. Before we begin, though, I just want to take this moment to reiterate to everyone out there who's dealing with student loan debt, or has someone close to them who's dealing with student loan debt, that this is not normal. This whole problem is like a disease that's infected our country, and it's affecting millions, tens of millions of people and their families every single day. When I look back at my own situation, I see many, many times where I have been affected by my student loan debt. Cases when I can't even help my family financially when it comes down to it. I've had a family member who's been suffering from addiction for over 10 years, and to send him to a rehab facility costs thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars for a few months. I can't even contribute to that, because if I put money forward to that, then I wouldn't be able to pay my monthly student loan bill. And therefore, my dad, my co-signer, would have to take that on himself. And if he can't pay it, then they're going to take the house or take his car or whatever. In 2014, I had a family member who suffered from a heart attack while I was over here in Germany, and he was back at home in Baltimore. I had to borrow money to fly back home just to go to him to see him in the hospital, just because I couldn't afford a flight back home, just because... I have a lot of student loan debt, and my monthly bill is so high. I have a family member who's suffering from mental illness. There's nothing that I can do financially to contribute to her well-being. Now, I'm not saying these things to get pity from you. I'm not that kind of person. But I do know that there are millions of Americans out there right now who are going through similar situations. And I want you to know that you are not alone. And what you're going through right now is not normal, and it shouldn't be deemed normal just because you pursued a higher education. The fact that we pursued a degree shouldn't mean that we should have financial problems and it shouldn't mean that we can't support our family. That should not happen. And there are many, many different reasons why this is the case at the moment. College tuition is just one part of the problem. Policy making in DC, that's another part. Let's jump into the episode and talk about it. This is Tony Armiger, and you're listening to the YSY podcast, Student Loan Breaks for Congress. This is the podcast that informs you about how college tuition in America has helped contribute to the horrific $1.5 trillion in student loan debt in our country. We look at different aspects of the entire problem and provide you with all the information you need to know. 44 million Americans are burdened with an average student loan debt of over $37,000. Let's talk about it. All right, let me just ask you guys a question. Have you ever heard of a government that passes legislation that negatively affects tens of millions of its own citizens and then passes further legislation to help its own employees avoid those same negative effects by means of the taxes paid by the tens of millions of negatively affected citizens? If you have, what comes to your mind? Do you think of, um, I don't know, corruption, Unstable third world governance, uh, nepotism, favoritism, misrepresentation, inequality, and a lack of government oversight? Or do you rather think of an incentive package? Um, maybe some of you guys are, are people who need, for instance, before any conclusive thoughts can pop into your mind. So, no problem. Okay, for instance, 
If you listen to our episode on bankruptcy law and student loans, you know that in 1976 and 1984, laws were passed by Congress that made both government and private student loans non-dischargeable in bankruptcy during the first five years of repayment. Fast forward two decades. In 2005, the United States Congress was successfully lobbied by student loan companies like Sally May, nowadays known as Navient, and therefore passed the so-called Bankruptcy Abuse Prevention and Consumer Protection Act, which basically made it near impossible to wipe away your student loan debt for the entirety of its life when claiming bankruptcy. I actually think it's funny that the law has consumer protection in its name because it actually should be Consumer Enslavement Act. Keep in mind, all other debt is bankruptable in the court of law. Even credit card debt, even after you bought a big screen TV or a nice car or whatever, it's all bankruptable. The exception is student loan debt. Since 2004, just prior to that legislation being passed, student loan debt in the U.S. increased by over 300%, according to a 2008 study by Value Penguin. Now, could this increase be an indirect result of that bankruptcy legislation? Simple law and economics says, yeah, definitely. Now, between 2000 and 2001, shortly before that third bankruptcy legislation was passed by Congress, a law from 1990 was amended to allow U.S. federal agencies the ability to repay the student loans of their employees. This amendment was proposed and carried out by the U.S. Office of Personnel Management, the OPM, under Section 5379 of Article 5 of the U.S. Code. The USA Today article from 2013 revealed that, quote, participation in the OPM's program and its costs grew rapidly between 2002 and 2010. In 2002, 690 employees received the loan payments at a total cost of a little over $3 million. By 2010, more than 11,000 workers in 36 federal agencies had received student loan payments totaling $85.7 million, end quote. Now, when asked why the program exists, OPM Director John Berry stated in 2009 that, and I quote again, the program is part of a directed effort for agencies to compete with the higher salaries offered in the private sector and maintain a highly skilled workforce, end quote. According to the OPM's 2016 report, and I quote yet again, 88% of the cost of all student loan repayment benefits was provided by the U.S. Departments of Defense, Justice, State, Homeland Security, Veterans Affairs, Health and Human Services, and the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, end quote. Now, what does this mean? Well, it basically means that the U.S. government is indeed offering incentive packages to attract a highly qualified workforce and that this program is expanding as we speak. You're probably saying, well, yeah, that's normal. And you're right. It is normal that an employer offers incentive packages to incentivize their employees. I'm going to get that in a second. But before I do, let's look at our lawmakers and representatives, the members of Congress. These guys on the Hill are not eligible for the OPM student loan repayment program, just as they are not eligible for public service loan forgiveness. This is, of course, good news because we know that our government representatives aren't using our taxes to benefit themselves and their own financial situations because 44 million of us are struggling with this debt. But they are using our taxes to benefit those around them, 
namely congressional staff and their employees who are actually eligible to receive these benefits and indeed they do take advantage of them. Full-time staff and employees of the U.S. House of Representatives are eligible to receive up to $60,000 to pay off their student loans at a maximum rate of $10,000 per year, while employees of the U.S. Senate are eligible for up to $40,000 at a maximum rate of $6,000 per year to pay off theirs. Now, the Senate and the House of Representatives each have their own law allowing this taxpayer money to be dispersed to their congressional staff and their employees. Now, the Senate, for instance, has Section 4579 of Title II of the U.S. Code, and this is specifically for Senate employees. Now, an eligible employee is a Senate employee, and I quote, whose rate of pay as an employee of the Senate on the date on which such eligibility is determined does not exceed the rate of basic pay payable for a position at level four of the executive schedule under section 5315 of Title V, end quote. I did a little bit of research and I found out that the rate of basic pay for a position at level four under this executive schedule was $161,900. Somebody who's getting $160,000 working for Congress is getting their student loans paid off by our taxpaying money. In 2012, the Sunlight Foundation, which is a watchdog organization, showed that staffers in the Senate received almost $6 million. Now looking at the House of Representatives, in Section 4536 of Title II of the U.S. Code, which is also a student loan repayment program for House employees, the Sunlight Foundation showed that staffers in the House of Representatives in 2012 received almost $15,000 to pay down their student loans. So this is the situation for congressional staffers and employees who have student loan debt. They're able to use taxpayer money for their benefit to pay off their student loans, even if they're making $160,000 per year. Interestingly enough, I was listening not too long ago to Dick Morris, who is a famous political author and political consultant who actually worked on the Clinton campaign back in the day. And although his history is riddled with a few scandals, he's still an insider down in D.C. and he's still maintaining close relationships to members of Congress. And this is what he had to say on this issue. But then Congress got a hold of it and decided to include as key employees who could receive this benefit, senior staff in Congress. Um, so that people who were asked to work for congressional committees uh, or for congressmen or senators were eligible to receive these perks. We don't know how many received them. We do know that in one year, 2011, there were 5,100 5, people uh, who got their student loans paid by the federal government under this program. We don't know how many of them worked for Congress, and we don't know whose staffs they were on. Uh, this is an outrageous perk. If you want to pay somebody a lot, pay them. Make it part of your budget. But don't make this a special hidden perk that you get if you work as a senior staff member in Congress. That's not how we should be, our government should be working. You know, many of us have difficulty paying our own student loans uh, and have to pay 
those of half of Congress's staff, in addition to our own, is a little heavy. This brings me to the end of the episode. I told you in the beginning that I would come back and talk about why it's a problem that congressional staffers and employees receive, quote, incentive packages to pay off their student loan debt in the form of taxpayer money. One of the biggest problems is that Congress literally has the ability to make student loans bankruptable through legislation. They made student loans non-dischargeable in bankruptcy through legislation, so they could also reverse this legislation, which would mean that the amount that taxpayers are paying towards these federal forgiveness programs for government staffers would be a lot less, thus saving the country and the taxpayers money. The second problem is that members of Congress are surrounded by who? Yeah, their staffers and their employees a lot of the time. And those are the people who are being helped out with their student loans, and therefore, those are the people who don't have much of a problem repaying them, especially if they're making $160,000 a year. Our members of Congress, therefore, are not confronted by the problem because their employees are being bailed out by us, the taxpayers, while we are suffering the consequences. The third problem is, who in the hell even decided on this legislation? Who even decided to allow our Congress to pay their employees and staffers incentive packages in the form of our money to help them pay back their student loan debt? Shouldn't this have been decided on by us, the American people, the people who are actually paying this student loan debt? In my opinion, we should have had a say in if this legislation would be passed or not, because it's our money. So that's why I think it's a problem that congressional staffers and employees are able to dodge student loan debt and that we, the taxpayers, pay for it. Here's your homework until the next episode. Are you working for the government or do you know anyone who does? We want to hear your stories. Get in touch with us on Facebook or through our website at ysoi.org. This episode was recorded, produced, and edited by me, Tony Armiger, in Hamburg, Germany. Design support was done by Sarah Roloff. Find out how to get involved and take action on our website at ysoi.org.